understand that Charles Darwin University has got some work going on behind the scenes preparing for more international students to come back to the Northern Territory. And joining us live on the line to tell us more, Charles Darwin University's Global Director, Joanne Crystal. Good morning to you, Joanne. Hi, Casey. How are you? Really well. Um, Joanne, how many international students do we currently have uh, able to study at the moment in the Territory? Um, we currently have an, a number of students studying with us in the Northern Territory and other students who are elsewhere in Australia who will be planning to come up and join us in Darwin um, for our next intake in March. Um, but of course, we have many students who are still overseas at the moment um, waiting to get back into um, the NT as soon as they can. Has that been difficult for those students that are still overseas uh, waiting to get back to the Territory? Have they still been able to study, study externally or are they having to hold things off at this stage? So a lot of the students can study online, um, but it's dependent on their programme. So some of the programmes, for example, like nursing, require practical placements. Um, So students really have to be here within the Northern Territory to complete a lot of their programmes. Although CDU has a fantastic online platform and we've been one of the universities in Australia who's been teaching online for the longest. So the students are having a good experience of studying online, but of course, um, nothing competes with that experience of be- joining us in person, face to face, and studying on campus with us in the NT. Oh, absolutely, and uh, and I'm sure that there are several international students that are that are really keen to get back to the territory. Where are things at right now in terms of those students being able to get back for the March intake? At the moment, we're working closely with the Northern Territory Government. Um, So we have submitted a proposal to the Northern Territory Government requesting permission to have more flights come in um, within the next couple of months. Um, And we're just working with the government at the moment and waiting on um, confirmation of that. Um, And what would the process have to be for those flights to come in, Joanne? Do they, they obviously then, those students would need to do some time in quarantine? Absolutely, yeah. We would be, similar to the last flight that we had, we would be completely... Um, adhering to the requirements and regulations of the Northern Territory Government, the Australian Government and the Northern Territory Chief Health Officer. So the students would be required to complete a COVID-19 test prior to departing their home country. Um, And then, of course, immediately upon arrival in Darwin Airport, they would be transported to Howard Springs Quarantine Facility, complete 14 days of quarantine and and complete negative COVID-19 tests while they're there. And how many uh, students are you hoping to get back for that March intake? We're hoping to get as many as we can, Katie. Um, you know, we have some new students and we also have some existing students who have been who have been caught up in the, the hard border closures that Australia um, has implemented. So, um, yeah, it's, it's all dependent on, on how, what approval we get from the government at the moment. And But is it sort of, uh, you know, one plane load, 50 people, or are you talking in the hundreds? Um, yeah, talk, talking in, in the hundreds if we can. Um, we're, we're hopeful to get approval for multiple flights. We believe that um, the first flight we brought in um, was was a success. The students all tested negative to COVID nineteen. Um, they completed their quarantine and they've now they're now back in the NT and happy and healthy and settled. Um, so we believe that we can use that model to upscale for the future. Um, and we hope to receive government approval for multiple flights. And Joanne, how does it work in terms of um, the costs associated? Is it something that Charles Darwin University has to has to um, you know foot the bill for, or are students paying for themselves? How does it work? Um, for the future flights, that's still something that's being determined at the moment. Um, 
for, we, we would be looking to implement a similar model to the last one. So that was where the students um, paid for their own flights. Okay. And um, and how important is it for Charles Darwin University at this point in time, really, to be able to get international students back? It's really important for us to be able to get international students back. They're a hugely valuable um, part of the CDU community here. Um, you know, many of the students have already been studying with us and invested um, time and have been living in the Northern Territory. But it's also, um, I believe, important to the Northern Territory community um, International students generated um, $145 million to the NT economy in 2019 um, and supported more than 600 jobs. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's really important to both the CDU community and the larger um, NT community, I believe. Joanne, how soon are you expecting to know whether these flights can go ahead and whether you'll be able to get the students here? <laughs> um, that's a really good question um, we're hoping to get approval as soon as we can um, and as I mentioned working with the government really closely and providing them as much information as we can as soon as we can um, so yeah ho- hopefully in the next couple of months we would have our first our next flights arriving but jo- all, all dependent on government Joanne there's always some criticism uh, when we talk about bringing international students to the territory or anywhere else in Australia that um, you know should they be prioritised ahead of Aussies trying to get home um, you know I suppose uh, like I said it's always one of those issues that gets raised but um, mm. I mean what would you say to people listening right now who, who think that you know Aussies should be prioritised first yeah, look, um, I think that's completely understandable that Australians should be, you know, they should be given priority to return return to the country. Um, completely understandable. Um, for our last flight, we did have initial discussions with the government and had offered to include Australians on the flight. Um, but the Australian government advised that they had their own plans to bring Australians back. Um, and what I would say is that the international students don't impact the caps on international arrivals. So they're not taking a place of any Australian when they're coming into the country. Well, they're both very good points to note. And, uh, and yeah, I think that, you know, plenty of people will be pleased to hear that, that it doesn't actually impact those caps in any way. Um, Joanne, yeah. please keep in contact with us. Let us know, uh, you know, when you get that approval and if indeed it is able to go ahead. Thank you very much for your time this morning. We absolutely will. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Thank you. That is CDU's Global Director there, uh, Joanne Crystal.